you taking the time out and you know chatting with me today and breaking it down so that's that's pretty cool now that i have something that i feel like i can really work at you know i really have to thank you for that um, because Mm. i wouldn't be where i am now with him if, if it wasn't for you sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life welcome to make him wonder with coach paula grooms where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert unscripted unfiltered understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love hi there and welcome to make him wonder i'm your host coach paula a dating and relationship coach licensed social worker and author of the book why won't he commit how a man decides to make you the one my guest today is 40 year old hope who was dating 32-year-old JP for about three months. All was going smoothly, and JP even introduced Hope to his parents by inviting her to his family Thanksgiving. But due to JP distancing himself at times, Hope broke up with him. After recently taking my consumer versus buyer relationship test and finding out that JP scored as a prospective buyer, Hope is second-guessing her decision. Hope is on with me today to further her understanding of the signs JP was sending and my opinion on whether or not she jumped the gun by breaking up with him when she did. Welcome, Hope. Hi, Coach Paula. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) So nice to be on the phone with you today. That's wonderful. Great. Well, I'm happy to have you and happy to answer these questions. I think a lot of women have similar questions. So uh, let's get into it from your perspective. What happened and what was really the catalyst and what was going through your mind to break up with JP when things were going pretty smoothly? What was he doing and how were you feeling? It's funny, we met last summer. um, So I frequent at this diner not too far from me. And um, one day I was out with my dog. We were sitting outside and he walked in And um, the funny thing is that he's actually the owner's son, but I had never met him before. And when his brother, who was serving me, me, um, introduced me, he's like, oh, this is my brother, Hope. I was like, in my head, I was like, this is your brother? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Where has he been hiding? (laughs) Um, So nothing, nothing happened at that moment. Um, I would see him every now and then when I would go to the diner. Uh, But it wasn't until... October, like a few months later that I, I went in one day and he just, he was started acting extra nice with me. He uh, gave me a discount on the check. He gave me like free dessert. And then before I left, he was like, Oh, by the way, here, here you go. And he gave me his number. And I was, I was surprised because I was, I was confused. I was thinking, why is he giving me his number? Does he like me? Is this for me to make an order a food order over the phone or is it more than this? So that's how it started. Then I I got home. I texted him with, um, well, now you have my number. And that was the only text I sent. And then from there, we just started texting back and forth. And then a few days after that, he asked me on a date. He asked me out to dinner. So then that started November. (laughs) So that's how we met. Okay. And tell us then about what, you know, happened from there. How many dates did you go on before sex? How many, um, you know, interactions did you have before meeting the family? Tell us about that. Okay, so since um, it's a family-owned business, um, I would see his mom, 
I, I had already met his mother and father, but just, you know, just from there, from the diner. Um, we went out on, I mean, we were going out for about three weeks before we, were, we became intimate. Um, by the, let me see, we went out twice the first week. And then we saw each other again, like we were seeing each other like twice a week since we started talking. Um, and I, I think it was like the fourth date that I met that he invited me to have dinner or lunch actually with his parents. He picked me up um, at work and he's like, oh, my parents, um, I want you to have lunch with me and my parents. And I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty quick. <laughs> so um, that's why, like, it's, it, it started pretty, pretty quickly. Everything went pretty, pretty quick. And what were you thinking at the time? Um, I didn't know what to expect. Um, since he's younger than me, I was like, okay, let me see where this goes, where his mind is at. Um, he's definitely, I'm attracted to him. Um, but I didn't know if he was all in. Um, but it seemed, actually the second date, he was pretty open with me and it, he took me by surprise because what I thought was, was probably going to be just like a fling. Um, he was like, I've been wanting to get married for a long time. I want a relationship. I've always wanted a family. I was, and then he told me a little bit about his history, like on the second day that he was previously engaged, um, that turned, that went upside down after that. But um, he has a daughter, you know, and he just basically told me, this is what I want, you know, and I want to be with you. And I was like, wow, this is fast. <laughs> I didn't know how to take it, so I just went with the flow. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, on, I'm riding the wave. And did you say, well, this is fast, or did you just think it? I, I thought about it. I didn't say anything. I stayed quiet. I was just mostly listening. I, since I had read your book <laughs> already, I was like, let me not talk too much. Let me just listen to him and not speak so much. And, and he was just opening up. Okay, so... Yeah. What did you uh, do as a couple that, or he did or didn't do? I mean, it all sounds really, really good. At what month or time did it kind of go awry, and what made you break up with him? So the first month, which was all of November, was amazing. Um, he was, like, you know, constantly texting me and calling me. You know, like I, um, like I mentioned, I had met his family he he um, invited me to Thanksgiving dinner at his cousin's house. Like I met extended family. It was just like, I could not believe what was going on. I'm like, wow, this is what I've been wanting for, wanting for so long. And then in December, um, I had an opportunity to, to travel to Miami for a couple of days. Um, and I, I just mentioned it to him. I'm like, do you want to go to Miami for a couple of days? And he's like, yeah, let's go. And I'm like, because I have points that I need to use. <laughs> So we went to Miami to visit my grandmother um, for a couple of days, and that went amazing. We had a great time. Um, we went to the beach while it was freezing in, you know, up here in New York. And then we came back. Everything was still going good. But then with the whole COVID thing and people started getting sick again, I got sick, he got sick, his parents got sick. So we didn't see each other for like mid-December to, to, the, to the rest of, to like January or like uh, New Year's Eve. So we had all that time apart. He was barely, like, we, we were barely speaking to each other. We didn't get to see each other. And at the time, I'm like, oh, my God, like, he's not even calling me. But I understood, you know, we were going through that. So I, I let it go. Uh, his birthday happens to be New Year's Eve. 
so he actually invited me. He's like, look, you know, my family wants to, no, I'm sorry. He wanted to do something for his birthday. And he's like, I want you to plan it. Surprise me. I'm like, okay. So I reached out to his parents and um, we all surprised him with a birthday dinner. And um, we went out to dinner, uh, the whole family, his brother, his parents. Uh, we went out on New Year's Eve. And then after dinner, his, you know, we, him and I continued the, the, after, the after dinner celebrations. So that went well. Um, it wasn't until like the first week into January where he just started after, right after that amazing birthday weekend and New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day, he just went silent. Like that whole, uh, the whole first week of January, he just went silent. I was like, what is going on? Like, again, we didn't see each other December, the rest of December. And now he's doing this again. Is there something else going on that I should be aware about that I should be aware of? So that's where the whole um, that's when it started. That's when I feel we started having issues. So what did you say or do in response to his uh, week of, I guess, not texting at all? Yeah, he started um, distancing himself, um, not speaking as much. And then I brought it up to him, to his attention. And, and I was like, you know, hon, you know, what's going on? Like, I want to see you. Are you, you know, it's something, you know, I haven't heard from you. Um, and he's just like, he would either answer me hours later or a day or two later. Um, it would just be through text. He would not pick up the phone to call me. So I was like, if this is the way it's going to be, if you're not communicating, you know, I need communication in, in the relationship. Like you went from zero, from 100 to zero <laughs> when we started zero to 100. <laughs> and... Um, and he was just like, no, it's just I'm busy. No, it's just my family. No, my family. You know, he's always giving me excuses, something about his daughter, something about his parents, something about work. But he still, like the month went on and he was not picking up the phone. And I kept saying, can you just call me? Oh, I'm busy right now. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I said, if you can't communicate with me, this, this is not going to work. So then I stopped talking to him. I, I just, I'm like, that's it. I didn't even say it was over. I'm just like, that's it. I'm not texting him. And he, and he would go, like, he literally went, like, two weeks without talking to me. And I'm like, okay. Um, and then, um, when was it? I think it was the end of, end of January. I knew that um, Chinese New Year was coming, even though, you know, I'm, I, I like to celebrate Chinese New Year. I think it's, it's nice. It's cool. So I made it an excuse to reach out and be like, listen, you know, I miss you. I would like to see you. I would like to... Communicate with you and put everything on the table. And he's like, "Yeah, I would like that too. I miss you too. I want to work things out. I'm sorry that I haven't been present. It's just I, you know, I'm in my head. Maybe, you know, I'm too much in my head, doubting. Maybe we we start. We maybe we went too fast. So then he started telling me about, uh, I guess, some insecurities that he was going through. Um, and uh, so I said, okay, let's let's see each other for Chinese New Year's Eve and come over to my house. We'll I'll order dinner. So he did that, and we had an amazing again. We had an amazing time when we're together. It's just beautiful. It's perfect. It's when he's not with me that I, it's like he changes. <laughs> so that first week um, in February, after uh, Chinese New Year's Eve, he spent the night. Um, Chinese New Year, you know. We spent half the day together, then he went home, and we, he was constantly communicating with me, texting me, calling me, 
um, telling me about his day, telling me, you know, I, I love you because he already said I love you and everything and me too. <laughs> um, I miss you. And then that Friday, um, he, so he, he, he wanted to, he had been, we had been talking about going car shopping because he, he had been saying that he needed a car, a new car. So I said, babe, let's just go to the dealership. And he's like, all right, let's go. So we went car shopping together. We walked in and drove out. So that was amazing. Then that same day, it happened to be his father's birthday. So him him and his mother invited me to dinner. So we celebrated again. Like, it was just an amazing week. You know, we celebrated Chinese New Year. We We went car shopping together. Then we celebrated his father's birthday two days in a row. And then he disappeared again. <laughs> Three days straight this time. I'm like, okay, after everything we just went through, after reconciling, after talking, communicating, I told him what was bothering me, but him ignoring me is what, would, what was bothering me. We just spoke about this and he goes and he does it again. Like, are you serious? <laughs> so that's, that's what happened. And you did what at that time? I, um, so the first day he disappeared on me, which was like that following Monday, um, we had been texting back and forth very brief in the morning. I was at work and my last text to him, I was, it was a question. It was like at 1 PM and then he just goes silent. I'm like, okay, no big deal. He's probably busy or whatever. The rest of the entire day goes by. I'm home already. It's night. I'm about to go to bed. I don't hear from him. So I text him again. He doesn't answer. Following day, nothing. I hear nothing from him. So by 4 p.m. Tuesday, I get worried. So I call his mom and I ask, I'm like, is, is he okay? She's like, yeah, he's fine. I'm like, I haven't heard from him in like almost two days. She's like, oh, he's on his way to work. Call him at work. I'm like, mm, okay. I didn't call him at work. <laughs> I just waited. He didn't call me again. He didn't text me. It wasn't until Wednesday morning that I got a text from him saying, Oh, I had texted you. I don't know why you didn't get my text. I never received anything. Uh, he said, oh, you know, he had an issue, a personal issue with his daughter and something with his parents. And he was all in his head. He said he turned off his phone and he didn't want to talk to anybody. And I was like, I didn't even answer to that. At that point, I was like, he's playing games. Like, I, I, I don't even understand this man at this point. So I, I did not respond at all. Nothing. And... um I think it was like two days later was when I responded and I'm like, this is not going to work. Like, forget it. Like, for, I, I, this is over. This is completely over. And then he tried to uh, give me excuses and I didn't even respond and I just left it there. So that was a month ago. And how are you doing now? Um, it's been an, I was an emotional roller coaster. Um, I, I want to believe that you know, I, I believe that this man was like possibly the one. And then it's just, I, you know, I know that from what he's told me in conversation, I know that he has some confidence issues and, or like, I feel like he's, he's not, or maybe he's just not ready for a committed relationship, which I've actually, we've had that conversation before. And he's mentioned, yes, I, I you know, I feel like maybe I'm not ready, but I, I don't want to lose you. I want to be with you. Like, um, I'm not ready to give up on us. He he said these words before. And um, so that was when, you know, when I agreed to to see him over Chinese New Year and everything. Um, So he, a week after the breakup, 
he sends me a link to a song because he 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 tends to express himself through music so i get i get a random text a week later with a song and the song is a very romantic song because he's a very romantic man <laughs> and of course i'm like are you are you kidding me like you're doing this to me i didn't answer i didn't respond to the text at all um at first and then hours later i responded with feelings mutual that was it nothing else we didn't speak he didn't text me anymore he didn't call me me neither then um while we were while we were together like i go to church um and i sometimes i listen to well i usually listen to church online so i will send him links the link to the to the service on sundays that was what i would usually do while we were dating and so we could listen to the service together so i hadn't done that but i actually went ahead and did so this past sunday because i just felt like you know i i i was listening to the service and i'm like i thought of him and i'm like you know what i don't know if this is right or wrong but i'm just going to send him the link i don't care if he responds to me or not i'm going to do what i feel so i did that i didn't expect a response from him at all and he and he um responded to me within like 10 minutes. <laughs> I was surprised and he was like, "Thank you for sending me the link. I haven't stopped thinking about you. I miss you. There hasn't been a day that you haven't crossed my mind. Um I hope that, you know, you and your son are good." He expressed himself that he he's I've been on his mind that there hasn't been a day that he didn't think of me. And I my response was like at that moment my emotions took over and I'm like I'm like, "Well, I feel the same way. There hasn't been a day where I haven't thought of you as well." And then um he's like he was like I want to see you. He's like I've been wanting to ask you to go to go out with me, but I don't know how you would respond to that. And he's like would you want to do would you want to go? Would you be interested in going out to the movie or a dinner? And I said, "Yes." And he was like, "You would?" <laughs> so he was his response to my response was he was very surprised. And he's like, "Okay, well, when are you free? When are you free this week? Um you tell me and I'm like, well, I'm usually free, you know, after 7:30 o'clock. And he's like, well, let me get back to you tomorrow. Let me look at my schedule and then we'll take it from there. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I didn't text him anymore. Nothing. Uh, he didn't I didn't hear from him all day yesterday. Um then this morning I woke up at to a text from him at from 7:00 in the morning and he's like, well, I'm free. Uh I'm working, you know, Tuesday through Friday. Um we can do dinner anytime after that or if you want to do Saturday. So because I've picked up on notes from your book <laughs> and I've listened to your podcast, I didn't respond to him in the morning. I let the day go by and I was like, you know what? He in the past he's usually texted me before going into work, so that's usually around 4:00. I'm going to not re- to not I'm going to not respond and see if he texts me again. And and then I'll, I'll answer him. And surely he surely enough, right before 4 p.m., he's like, "Well, if you're still interested in going out to dinner with me, let me know." So then at that point, I was like, I texted him at around four o'clock, and I was like, uh, "Yes, actually, um, Saturday would work." And he's like, "Okay, great. What time?" I'm like, "Six thirty." He's like, and then he he responded with, "Sounds like a date," and he puts a heart and a smiley emoji. <laughs> So all this is via text and I thought, I, so that's where we're at as of right now. So you're going to be seeing him uh, in a few days. Right. Okay. 
So this is good timing that you're talking to me today, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What do you most want to know from me? How do I address, you know, I mean, I guess at this point I'm thinking I don't want to mention anything that's just happened. I want him to be the one to bring up, you know, what it is that, you know, he would want to talk about. I definitely want to work things out, but I don't want to be the one to initiate, hey, I want to work things out. What's been going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess going, you know, how to address that conversation or just wait to, to see what he says or how he starts the conversation. Okay. So for the listeners and certainly for you, I want to go back to what's going to be uh, most helpful for you to understand uh, in order for me to give you that answer of what you do from here on. Okay. Okay. Because where you are now, um, it is a pivotal uh, moment for sure. And if you want to make things different than what has happened in the past, you have to be different. Right. Yeah, it makes sense, of course. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm going to get to all of that, go through what I believe was going through his mind and what happened, and then give you the answer to your question when we come right back. Have you met a man you think might be the one? If so, you're likely riding a high. It's fantastic to have finally found something that really fits and feels right. After all you've endured in dating, the disappointments and the months or even years of being alone, not to mention the painful lost loves, it's wonderful to be able to take a breath and no longer have to wonder. But can you really relax? Well, if you're listening to me right now, have read my book, or watched me on YouTube, you likely know that relaxing in relationships and just letting things happen doesn't always end in you getting what it is that you desire and deserve. And it also doesn't get the man who loves you what he really wants and needs. Because men look to women to direct them in relationships. And men do best in marriage. That's right. Studies show that married men are much healthier and happier than their single counterparts. Men deeply desire the connectedness and purpose marriage provides them. But if you're not actively directing your relationship onto the right path, your Mr. Right could end up walking out of your life. Then both you and he have lost a lot possibly a lifetime of health and happiness. And it could happen so easily, so quickly. He pursues you and presents as all in for months. You know you're on track, and then for seemingly no reason, he starts to pull back. Then you become anxious, and and then things go off the rails. If you're here, you know you've made mistakes in the past, some big, but some so small, You're baffled why things didn't work with a man who you know loved you. Why he just couldn't talk things out and work things out. But there is good news. If you now have someone, 
you can change the way you do things so that the end result changes. So that you get all that you desire and deserve and have no more disappointment and heartbreak. If you're here, you know that it's up to you to make a romantic relationship work and go the distance. That you need to be the mechanic of your relationship and set your GPS to the destiny you deserve and what will make you both happiest. If you're ready to make the little turns and tweaks that will be a game changer in your romantic life and commit to what works to get you everything you want with the man in your life, wait no more. My GPS program, the Groom Positioning System, will get you on the right road and keep you there so that you reach your destiny. Go to coachpaulagrooms.com slash programs to get all the details on the Groom Positioning System. There, you'll fill out a simple questionnaire, and in no time at all, you and I will be talking one-to-one about your unique situation. We'll have a full coaching session where I'll answer all your questions and give you all the particulars. We'll talk about your history and if your current situation is on track to meet your goal. Most importantly, I give you my honest, no-holds-barred assessment of your unique situation and my coaching on what to do right now to tweak things in your favor so you can have the complete commitment that ultimately makes both you and your man completely happy and fulfilled. Don't continue to delay doing something different. And please, don't kid yourself that because the man is different and things feel different this time around, that ultimately things will end differently because it's up to you. You need to do things differently to finally get what you desire and deserve. I have the simple, subtle, and value-based tweaks that put you on the path to commitment. And week by week, I help keep you on track to reach your divine right destination. Make a commitment to yourself to set your GPS in the right direction. So this time, your Mr. Right is yours for the journey and you finally reach the destination that is so rightfully yours. Go to coachpaulagrooms.com slash programs, fill out the questionnaire, and we'll be talking soon. So we're back with 40-year-old Hope, who was dating 32-year-old JP for about three months, and we just went through what had happened and how the breakup transpired, and Hope is going to be seeing JP in just a few days and wants to know where she goes from here how she handles that meeting etc so it's a really good thing to discuss because this happens so frequently in relationships because here's what i can tell you hope the feelings are there they're mutually there he feels much the same way you do it's just the difference between male and female does that make sense yes In order for me to give you an answer of where you go from here, it's very important for you to look back. And in the looking back, it is not to say, oh my gosh, could have, should have, would have. It's really to say, okay, I'm not going to make those same missteps next time and going forward. Because if I do, I'll get the same result. Right. And here's what I'm hearing just from the little bit that you just told me, 
as everyone knows, for the most part, I've never spoken. Have we ever spoken before? No. All right. So I didn't know the story, just heard it from your mouth for the first time. So the little bit that I know, what I'm hearing is very, very typical in that when a man is needing and wanting a relationship the way JP sounds like he was, he was in the state of being a buyer. He really wanted a relationship and you hit him very deeply. And when that happens, it will feel to the woman like the train is running rampant out of the station and there is no brakes or there are no brakes on the train. He's just moving full steam ahead. And that's what you got for like the first month and certainly before you had sex, correct? Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's extremely typical and normal for the man. We are the pace car in any relationship. We have to set the pace because in the beginning, he will go from zero to 60 in nine seconds and want everything because he's all about getting to the end, which is having sex. And he uh, is, you know, on a high in meeting someone that he thinks might be the one for him. And it sounds like he felt that. Now, that's great. But what happens for us as women is we take that to mean we can step in and have a relationship in a very reciprocal manner. And what I mean by that is I'm hearing that you did a lot of reaching out to him, making it a real uh, connected and um, for lack of a better word, symbiotic relationship whereby, you know, you were connecting with him, um, being very mm, open with him about what he should do in terms of texting, calling, etc. And mm -hmm. th that is a problem, unfortunately. And okay. this is basically because he needs to make all the decisions and as the man and we need to be the receiver seeing what he's willing to do to make the relationship work and the very first time he pulled back you were shocked understandably so okay. is that right mm -hmm. yes definitely and so you were questioning what's going on right that's very normal because you see it there's nothing that is more bothersome to us than that it's confusing <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. what <laughs> yes and it provokes anxiety because what he no longer feels the same way that's the biggest question right exactly and Here's what we must know in instances like this, that this is a very typical um, like um, chart or graph, so to speak. So most graphs or charts you see it go up and up and up and up, hits a peak, and then it goes down. 
and then it goes up again. Think of the, uh, I think it's, uh, um, I don't know what it's called, but it monitors your heart and it goes beep, beep, beep. <laughs> it goes up and down and up and down and up, and you see it up and down and up and down. Yeah. And that's what I mean in terms of a visual, that he's going to go up, 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 and then it's going to drop. And that drop will be fast. It will be furious at times, meaning that there will be no contact. And he goes into his quote-unquote man cave, and he's got to figure things out. However, if we, as women, keep questioning him about it, we don't do ourselves or the relationship any favor. And we actually give the relationship less of a chance of going the distance. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because men love through wonder and longing. Unfortunately, we love in a completely opposite way. And I hope this way of my putting it helps women understand this very foundational principle. It's why this podcast is called Make Him Wonder. Because Men love through wondering and longing. Women love through knowing. Right. So it's incumbent upon us to let them go through what they need to go through without asking. And then what happens is they come to, so to speak, and wonder like, oh, my God, did I mess it up? Did I completely destroy it? She's leaving me alone. She's not coming towards me. And then it puts them back in the mode of pursuit. Yeah. It was, um, he surprised me when he said he wanted to, he had been thinking about asking me out to dinner or like to on a date. I was like, he's wondering. (laughs) Yes, he is. However, here's what he knows now. He knows that you're all in. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I know it may feel like, okay, at the moment he's questioning whatever. Here's what occurred when you took him back the way you did. Okay. We're going to go back to Chinese New Year. Okay. You reached out to him. He didn't have to do anything. Okay, got it. (laughs) Yeah, yep. And I know you get it, and that's all that I have to say about that. And because he, he didn't do anything, and you reached out, and then you didn't, you didn't um, allow for him to make amends for what he actually did that was not okay. Through your feelings, you wanted to immediately take him back. You invite him to dinner, you do all that, and you have sex. He didn't have to do a thing. Well, yep. So sure enough, in short order, it went exactly back to what it was for him. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Wow. Confused. Um, he doesn't know if he wants to take on, I understand you have a child. Yeah. I mean, my son, he's an adult already. He's, he's a big boy. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but he has a child. Um, does he want more children? 
Um, for the most part, I mean, he's, I guess he's open about it from what he's mentioned. He, his daughter, she's, I think, 13. Um, he doesn't, I mean, I've told him that I, if, if it happens, it happens. If not, I'm okay with that. And he's like, yeah, me too. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, great. So that's not an issue whereby even though he's very young that he wants to think about, you know, starting a family. So that's great that that's not seriously on the table. But there is something there, and I dare say it has nothing to do with you. Okay. Not one thing. And if you can get that in such a huge way, I can't even tell you, and think that you are all that and a bag of chips and that it has absolutely not one ounce of anything to do with you, you can make this go the distance. Coach Paula, tell me what to do. I'm hearing that you're at a very good place to go the distance with this when you do it a bit differently and you're going to have to show up on Saturday being different. Okay. <laughs> being different. You are lovely. Um, I, I hear, you. yes, you're very <laughs> like I hear a sweetness and you know, any man would be lucky to be with you and you've got to make this man know that yes, while you were curious and you wanted to see him, you are not ready to just uh, waltz right back in. And this is going to be shown to him, not told. Mm -hmm. Shown. Remember, one of the most important premises in my book is that we relate. It's my one of my five gender gaps. Women relate via verbalization. Men relate via action. Yes, I remember reading that. <laughs> what you do, not what you say. So, you have got to think of this as that relationship you had is over. So over. And you are not picking up where you left off on Saturday. At all. If you don't, you will be right back to where you were, and three strikes, you're out. That's how I feel, too. So I totally get that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you have to show up in a completely different manner, a la when you first went out with him. Okay. Here's what he's going to expect that you're going to have a long talk about the relationship and it's going to be just like it was on Chinese New Year. He's going to make you feel okay. Now, mind you, I don't even know if he is, and most men are not, if he is even consciously aware of what he's doing. In other words, I don't think he's a bad guy at all. I don't think he's meaning to manipulate you in any way, shape, or form. Okay? He's just being a guy. Mm-hmm. And you have to know that. If you think he's not a good guy, then you don't want to be with him and it's not worth doing this work. Right. 
No, I, I know, I know he's a good, I know he's a good man. You know, it's just I need to know. I got to play my cards right at this point. So, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is a very you got to show him that game is over. We played that one. Mm-hmm. We are not playing that one anymore. And you don't do this with a heavy hand. You don't do it via verbalization. You do it as a, um, instead of a um, offensive game, so to speak, you play a defensive game. In other words, you let him do the work and you just respond to it. Okay. So... You're going to go to dinner. Is he picking you up? Are you? How is that date going to transpire? So now that he has his new car, <laughs> he could pick me up in it. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically um, that's how it will be. He should okay. be picking me up around yeah, okay, Saturday evening. All right. So you're going to get picked up. You're going to go to. You're going to make small talk in the car. It's going to be all about the new car. Mm-hmm. You have to walk this very fine line of being. Um, you are not going to be like you were. In other words, if you were going out with a man for the first time, think of how you would handle yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. How you would be reacting. In other words, if you're going out for the first time, and say when the man picked you up, he started uh, trying to kiss you passionately, you wouldn't allow that. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the same kind of thing. You see, you're showing, no, 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 you're, not, you're getting the wrong idea. This, we're not that anymore. We're going out on a date. You see? Mm-hmm. And you don't Makes say sense. those things. You just, um, oh, my goodness, I, that's not, you know, I think we need to, like, take a few steps back here and just have dinner. Right. <laughs> Not that he probably will. I'm just giving you the flavor. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to be going into this expecting uh, Chinese New Year. Meaning you're going to go out on a nice date, he's going to, and you're going to get hot and heavy, and you're going to go have sex. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. And it should not, because if it does, you're right back to where you were, and you will get this um, same thing happen in short order. Right. So, what do you think will happen when you have a really nice night, you get in the car, he takes you home, what's going to happen? He's just going to drop me off at home, and thank you for the, you know, thank you, good night, you go home, and I go home. <laughs> That's it, separate homes. <laughs> no, I want to know more. What he's actually going to do, because I don't believe he's just going to say, oh, I had a lovely night, um, I'll call you. I See, I don't, I, I, I know it depends what I say, but I really don't expect, I don't think that he would expect um, for me to, invite him in or anything like that i mean why do you think that hope um because he knows he knows that i'm you know i've i've taken steps back you know i'm not as responsive as i used to be um doesn't matter no 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 yourself hope nope okay no (laughs) no you think that 
No, what did you show him? You reached out again. You sent the thing from church. You reached out again. He knows there's no other man in your life. Mm -hmm. You did that. And you responded immediately with going out. You did not show any ounce of pushback. You were the one that fostered it. Same thing as with Chinese New Year. Just different circumstances, a little bit longer. Uh, No, mm -mm, he doesn't know anything of the sort. You're going to have to show him that night that you're different. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. You have to know you are the 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 prize here and that you're no longer just giving away the goodies and you see because you feel something and you know he feels something right Mm -hmm. that's what you're going on the mutual feelings between you which i have absolutely no doubt he has that doesn't mean he can sit up and fly right that all that means is he has the feelings for you. Right. This is what messes with our minds as women. Because when we feel, we act accordingly. Yeah. This is because relationships to us are natural outgrowths. Commitment is a natural outgrowth of feelings and love from us. It is not ever for a man. Wow. Commitment and a relationship are something a man decides on. It is not a natural outgrowth of anything. It's not a natural outgrowth of sex. It's not a natural outgrowth of love. It's not a natural outgrowth of years together. Ever. This is harsh. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Harsh. So, it's incumbent then upon us to show that we know that. That's worthy opponent strategy. We know the quote-unquote game we're playing. Right? Mm -hmm. And I don't mean it's a game. I'm using the worthy opponent as an analogy to you must be at the same level of play as another player in order for the 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 actual um, game to unfold in a way that it's going to be fulfilling. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. So you're going to need to be that worthy opponent. And there's a lot of work here. And I say to everyone, you know, the work is always on us. We're the mechanics of the relationships. We're the mechanics of men. We know about relationships, about love, about all of it. We are the feeling creatures we are. And we have to guide the man to be making the decision he needs to make. And when he doesn't make the right decision or the right move, we must show, not tell, show how it's going to go. And so for you... This is the first step, and there's a lot to do here because it's going to get... It is confusing because it's so confusing to us whereby 
okay, if you, if you feel such and such way, then why don't you take action accordingly, right? Right. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. Especially because he knows, he knows without a doubt how you feel. And he knows it is going to go down pretty much like it did over uh, Chinese New Year. The best predictor of future outcomes is past history. That's what he feels he knows. And he feels like even if it doesn't happen uh, that night, meaning Saturday night, it's already a done deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. you have to show him. You are not bringing up anything. He has to wonder beyond wonder. And there's going to be lulls in the conversation. You're not going to do anything. You could sit back and kind of look at him. But you're not going to suggest anything at all. You're not going to talk. And he's going to be wandering up the wazoo, okay? <laughs> That's going to be fun. <laughs> yes, and make it fun. I like that you said that. Because you want to make it fun for yourself. Here's the thing that I believe more and more, the more I do this work, is that there's one thing above all that hurts women. I would say as, as big as any other thing, and that is a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. In other words, I, and you guys have heard me say all the time, almost all the time, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And what I mean by that is that if you show not one ounce of caring whether or not anything um, is understood on this date, anything is worked out, anything is talked about, anything at all, and that you are just going there for a nice dinner in the evening, you will do yourself a big favor. Now, there will be, everybody listening is going to have a feeling like, well, what is that going to do? That's going <laughs> to show him that, you know, you're okay with all that he did. Here's what I can tell you about that. No, you are going to take 100% responsibility for the role that you played that allowed for him to be the way he was and what occurred. Because we don't know what would have happened had you broken it off in a way that is really um, definitive, um, black and white, I don't accept this kind of thing. I don't accept ghosting after the kind of relationship we had. And you show him that without wavering, and then he comes back on bended knee, you have a very different relationship, and you wouldn't be where you are right now. So what you're saying, I'm sorry, so explain that a little bit more. Um had I broken off, broken it up with him and not like never have uh, reached out to him again or anything, what, can you repeat that again? I'm sorry. 
Yes, you're on the right track. It must be, with a man, definitive. That is it. There's no okay. do-overs. You did that to me. Think of how selfish, how unfeeling, how wrong it was for him to have done that. Right. But yet you went back wanting more. Now that you put it that way, it's like, really? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. But it's because, and don't be hard on yourself about this, Hope, because A, we are the feeling creatures we are, and we don't understand. And, and there's a natural feeling of like, I did something, and mm-hmm. I can just make it right. If we're just together, like you said, you said it. When we're together, it feels all wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh-huh. amazing. It's, it's like perfect. <laughs> yeah. But it's what's happening when you're not there. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it is by action. Now, I can tell you this. And I can tell any woman listening out there in any semblance of this kind of thing going on, whereby he showed you that kind of interest. And it doesn't sound like he's a, a player, you know, it sounds like he's like a good family guy. I don't know, but all things being equal, anyone listening who's in a situation like this, you make it black and white like that and you cut off everything with him he will be back he will be back and you will have a leg to stand on then wow Mm -hmm. yeah yep if he really wants you and it's not about another woman and when he's ready I can't, I always say to my clients, I can't tell you when, but I would take my last dollar, last dollar, and all of my money and bet on it. He will be back. Go and live your life now and know it, but do not be the one to reach out unless you have done something that needs to be forgiven, cheating, doing something really awful. He did the something awful. And you went back, you see? Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. Um, so the reason why, like, in my defense, <laughs> well, the reason why was because, you know, after taking that test, you know, you're the consumer versus buyer test. Mm-hmm. And I saw that from my, um, from what I thought, I, I, I thought he was a consumer. Uh, once I broke up with him and I, I read over your book, like kind of referenced it a little bit. I'm like, oh, he's a consumer. I, you know, it was kind of like, I kind of wasted my time, whatever. But then... I, of course, thinking of him, still thinking of him and missing him, you know, I was like, I'm like, you know what, let me take the, the quiz online and let, let me just be sure. 
And then, no, it just so happened it said prospective buyer. I'm like, oh, my. I was like, oh, my God, did I, did I just mess this up by breaking up with him instead of, like, talking to him when he was ready, when he finally reached out three days later, even though I hated the fact that he ignored me for those three days. But should I, I have not, you know, um, broke it off, instead given him the opportunity to communicate with me when he was finally ready to communicate. So, but the way that I am, I'm short-tempered at times. I'm just like, that's it, it's over. <laughs> and, you know, that's why I was like, maybe I, I need to stop doing that. But then again, that's the reason why I'm like, you know what, let me, let me see what he has to say. And Okay, um, so let me, let's go with that a second. But you didn't just see what he had to say. You didn't meet at a, a, a public place. You didn't make him really uh, uh, talk about it and say, I will never do that again. That was wrong. You jumped right back in. You didn't vet him again for, is he going to do this to me? Put him through the paces. You jumped right back in. Okay. You see, that's the difference. Yeah. You know, I call myself an 80-20 rules coach because, yeah, when you, if you, 80% of the time, if you do what's right, the 20% you don't is not going to much matter. And, and you see, some of that was just fine, meaning the reaching out was just fine. But you have to follow through and not just accept him back. Okay. You see? Mm-hmm. Now, again, you're reaching out yet again. Okay, but more time passed. Doesn't mean that he's in any different, just because he um, scores as a prospective buyer, and you can take the test if you don't know what we're talking about at willhecommit.com. That's the consumer versus buyer relationship test. That, yes, he is a prospective buyer. That's not a bona fide buyer. He does. He's close. But yet you see the hot and cold behavior still. Right. And prospective buyer is between the mixed messages man, which you still get. And sometimes you got a bona fide buyer feeling. Right. What do you want, Hope, in your life? Do you want to be married? I do. I do. Well, if you want to marry this man, this is your shot. Now, when I say that, the work has to be done on your end. And you have to become a high-level mechanic here. And you can. Okay. And you can take this, depending upon what you do, how you do it, the pacing, all of it, you can make that happen. But if you just accept him back now, in any short order, without huge change on his part, you will get more of the same. Because he hasn't fundamentally changed that. Because unless you hear on Saturday night, this month has been, here's where you would know. This month has been life-changing for me. I realized what a fool I was to have ever let you go. I am making a, you know, an oath here now. I will never do that again. I want to, you know, us to get back to where we were. Um, all of that. So say you heard that even in that fashion. You still got to do it. Because then it would be, I so appreciate that. 
I was hoping to hear something like that. But here's what happened to me in the past month. What happened to me was that I realized, you know, that I'm, I'm ready for real commitment. And I don't want to, to have to deal with what I, I felt and dealt with when um, you, you know, kind of ghosted me. I know it's not intrinsically you, and I gave you a pass on that, but without real commitment, I really know that's going to happen again, and I don't want that for myself. Do you hear how I didn't make him the bad guy? Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. I have made decisions. I am changing. You see? Mm Mm-hmm. I take ownership for myself and what's going on in my life. I am going to get commitment from a man. You see? Right. It's extremely profound. Now, you might think, well, that's going to scare him off. He's not ready for that. Okay, great. Because you want to let him go and think about it again. Miss you. Really delve into the feelings. Because if he's not, you're going to just get more of the same. It will just happen again and again and again. Yeah, and that's just a joke. (laughs) I can't let that happen. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not fair to you. It is going to just continue to happen. And again, he's consumers, ladies, are not bad men. Consumers are not bad men. Just like we are not bad when we as women love puppies but we're not ready to adopt one because of what's going on in our life or we just don't want one now. We just want to love on the ones we can see on the street. And occasionally, if one comes to our back door and it's astray, we give it a bath and love on it and sleep with it. (laughs) But we're not ready to be responsible to it and for it doesn't make us bad people. Oh, you're awful because you don't adopt. No. No, you're good because you say, if somebody came to you with the most wonderful puppy in the world, said, I know you love puppies, you want to adopt it, and you're not ready, you know you cannot come home and take care of it. You are not going to be good to it. You cannot do what it means. What you will do is say, no, it's the most cutest thing you might cry but you say you're going to need to give it to someone else go find it a good home and that's what a good man does when he's not ready if he really cares about you it'll it'll kill him to do it but he will right mm-hmm. so i hope that answered your question yeah now i i yeah, that's great advice for for the upcoming dinner date that I have to be completely different at, which, yes, <laughs> I will be. Thank you. You must, you must show intrinsically. You don't say it. You must see, I have changed. I have changed. I'm not looking for you to change. I've changed. Either you're going to step up to the change I manifested for myself and desire or you're not that's okay it's not like I don't like you as a person you see 
I'm not making you the bad guy. I'm taking 100% responsibility. And then that's when it's going to get difficult from there because he is going to see something different and he is going to want to get back. And that's going to be super hard because your feelings are going to pull you and like like a, a vacuum wanting to suck you right back in. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I know the the feelings are mutual. It's, but like you said, it's the way that I, I act and respond going forward now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I help women do. That's what my program is all about. The one-to-one coaching talks about all of that. We talk about it and do it on a week-to-week basis because the devil's in the details. And many times, you know, and for all of us, can't see the forest for the trees it seems one way right i mean it seemed to you when you reached out over um and you must have been thrilled when you reached out over um um chinese new year and from the church link that Mm -hmm. he responded in the way that he did and you must be thrilled like oh my gosh great you know get to see him and we have a shot here right right yeah can't see the forest for the trees because that's what it appears to be because he does love you as the pretty puppy you are absolutely and he wants to get the you know wants to pet and get the licks all of it (laughs) right (laughs) right of course and we have to be we have to save ourselves right little puppies can't save themselves we can and that's where the yeah. work comes in. And and I'm happy to talk to you about that off the air. But I thank you for doing this today because I think it was such a great conversation. So many women, Hope, have been where you are, are where you are. And I hope this kind of conversation is very helpful to just even on an intellectual basis to kind of set things um, uh, in your mind on a different path and to know that there are answers out there to to make something work with a Mr. Right. And I believe you can do this. Uh, definitely. I I believe so too. And I thank you so much. For, I'm so happy to talk to you today. It was like perfect timing, like right before, you know, mm-hmm. with me seeing him. And and I, I just, oh my God, thank you so much for the advice. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Oh my God. You're welcome. And we'll, I'll say goodbye to you here. And again, we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk again. So that was really great. Just so valuable for women who are in a situation like hopes. I love hope. Yes, you can have it uh, when you do things in a way whereby you're getting to the, 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 the male brain in a way that will foster his deepest desire and work on those three C's of men challenge competition not so much that Uh, in other words you don't want him to ever think that there's cheating going on in a relationship or there's other men or that kind of thing that will never almost never I should say help you in any situation because again remember we have to go back to Freud's Madonna whore dichotomy We want him to always put you in the Madonna category, but it's the challenge of you at the right time.
time with the right intention. And that's what we are going to hold space for hope to get. If you are in a situation like this and you want my help to navigate it, I work in 12-week programs. My GPS program, the Groom Positioning System, is just the ticket for this type of getting back with someone and wanting it to go the distance. It's going to be how hope shows up on a week-by-week basis. And a lot of what she doesn't do with JP, the not reaching out, the showing him that she is different, not telling him what to do or what she needs, just showing him what she will and won't accept (laughs) and how she feels about herself. That's really what it is. I hope you enjoyed listening to this today. I enjoyed uh, talking with Hope and I hope I can talk to you. And if you'd like to talk to me on the podcast, there are several ways that you can be in touch simply by uh, going to realcoachingconversations.com and filling out the possible guest questionnaire. You can also email my assistant, Michelle, two L's and an E at the end, Michelle at coachpaulagrooms.com. I uh, found out before we came on the air that Hope and I connected via Instagram. You can always uh, find out more about me there. And again, I just want to connect with you so that you get what it is that you desire and deserve in your life. Women are loving the world more now than ever. We need female energy in the world. I am talking to you in 2022, early 2022, and um, history is being made as we speak, and we need female love and energy in the world, and that's what I'm all about. So, for any man in your life, make sure that you are making him wonder. Till next time.